Hey, welcome to Mike Check Waifu Waifu, episode 15. I'm your host, Polo. That's your other host, Tell. And we're here to bring you a dope show tonight. Um, this show is brought to you by Lou Complex. Go to lucomplex.com and use the offer code Waifu to save on your entire cart. So if you have a cart full of 15 items from lucomplex.com, you can type in the offer code Waifu and it'll save you some money. So go do that. Make sure you do that. Let us know when you do on Twitter at Mike Check Waifu. Yeah. So this episode also brings you two fantastic topics from our fantastic producers, Monique and Chris Goodywin, two weeks in a row of a dope topic. So we're going to bring you that shortly, right after we roll this intro. Roll it. Mike Check, one, two, one, two. My sweet waifu. Is that you? Mike check, Mike check, waifu, waifu, Teliano, is that you? What's happening, bro? How you feeling? Good, bro. Good, good. Ah, this is episode 15 of Mike check, waifu, waifu, and it's brought to you by our Patreon producers. You're going to see their names above us, uh, Monique, Chris Goodywin, and Connor. Thank you all so much for producing this episode of Mike check, waifu, waifu. We appreciate you. So very, 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 very much. Let's get right to the show. So as we talked about at the beginning, there are two topics brought to you by our Patreon producers. And if you want to support the show and get your topics discussed on the show, go to Mike, go to patreon.com slash Mike Check Waifu Waifu or Mike Check Waifu Waifu dot com. You will see all that information there, too. But let's talk about the first topic. And the first topic is going to be Chris Goodywin topic, which is. A mythological pantheon that we like to see as an anime. Now, yeah. I really enjoy this topic because you, there's so many different places you can go with obvious a, a pantheon type of anime, right? And I feel like we can't we can't touch we can't touch the one that's already been made, okay? And that's of course the Fate series. We talk, I mean, I feel like we talk about the Fate series every week, right? <laughs> yeah. I, so I mean, all right. Let's also be fair with the Fate series. The Fate series has like real life real life heroes in it and then like some other aspects to it right all over the place yeah it it also has a couple of like pantheons in it too right like so we can't really use any of them from that so let's talk which pantheon we, we would like to see as an anime or you know mythology being we would like to see as an anime and i'll go yep. first because I called first before we started the podcast. Y'all don't know that. <laughs> so first, well, I mean, I'll, I'm only going to do one. I only think, I think, I think this is a, is a shoe in as any. The God of War Kratos. Now, I'm not talking about the video game God of War Kratos or anything like that. I'm talking like Kratos, the, the pantheon, the mythological being. Okay. I feel like that'd be a dope story because the history behind Kratos is super long. I mean, if you have played the games, you pretty much know some of the history. But like it's it's a super long list and I feel like Kratos will be such a dope anime because you can go two different ways with it. You can go the uh, Castlevania route where you could do like four decently sized episodes. Right. And it just has the blood, the violence of, of Castlevania or or you could go to Iski route, which could be like the God of War. Right. I mean, it, yeah. it could be like this. 
this regular guy whose name just happens to be Kratos gets transported to another world. <laughs> but the other world, because <laughs> that's my, I think I'm starting to think that's my second favorite genre. But yeah. when he gets to that other world, it's not, it's not like a video game. It's literally just another world where he is fighting through all of the, the crap and the nonsense that he fought through. And uh, I think that'd be dope. I think it'd be super dope. What you think? I Tim? mean, so first of all, uh, I don't actually know much about the Kratos like backstory as the actual like God of War Kratos. Mm. But it's um, a long story with a lot of names that I don't want to read off hey, because I, their I names <laughs> their names are fucking <laughs> ridiculous. I mean, looking at one is he is the son of Pallas and Styx. So I don't I don't know who those are. <laughs> um, he was first yeah. mentioned along uh, alongside his siblings in uh, he showed I I don't again a bunch of names a bunch of stuff that I don't know I just know them from video games but I think the story that they tell is pretty much the same story that's been told obviously yeah. throughout history and I was gonna say that's what I'm I'm gonna say is that if it's the, like if it's anything like the the path of the God of War game and everything like that mm-hmm. it would have to be low key epic like it, so many set pieces bro yeah I mean I don't I know there's a lot of uh, sexual scenes and God I forgot War, about that but I would love if there was none of that and just the like, non-stop bloodshed like how you pounded Hercules face in the ground yeah I would love the sexual scenes too who can Man. pound Hercules though face in the ground uh, only Kratos <laughs> who do you have to be you have to be Kratos that'd be no one dope. else could do it that'd be dope make this a story based hentai for me like, I was, um, a little bit off topic I was actually looking at Hercules and like Marvel comics yeah dude's a monster hey, he's sick he's crazy absolute monster he's insane yeah <laughs> uh, but yeah man I think that'd be a dope one uh, see all the the fighting I mean amongst the right. guys themselves like it would, it would almost be cool too if like you see Kratos but you follow him from like a human being standpoint too right mm-hmm. like That's, let's say you're just a follower like oh I, I praise Kratos and you yeah. follow Kratos around like being his sword bearer right or something right. and you just see Kratos like mauling all these gods you're like damn I wish I could have the power to like hit a god and make them feel anything that's incredible that's a dope idea that's a dope idea I like that one way better I mean, that could be the same thing as the Izakai, though, because he could pop into this world and not exactly. have any power and, no, and just follow Kratos. And just follow Kratos through. Yeah, that's that'd be sick. That'd be sick. I, I just want to see something. I don't know. We get our dark anime, and, and some dark anime is pretty dope, but like, I haven't seen a good anime that's dark like um, like Parasite or uh, or even ReZero. ReZero is pretty damn dark, too. I haven't seen one like that in a very long time. Minus Castlevania, but I only watched one episode of that. And that kind of put me to sleep. I have to agree. The darkest one I've seen has been Helsing. Oh, yeah. I forgot. And that's pretty dark. But it's not like... I don't actually feel like it's evil dark. I feel like it's just Mm. a lot of bloodshed dark. Mm. You know, like it's not like, oh, dark and makes me want to like turning the lights while I'm sleeping at night. It's just dark, dark, right. you know, like I'm going to kill things dark. I need some psychological in my life, like some dark psychological like that type stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hey, listeners, uh, post in the uh, Facebook group. Yeah. Nice psychological anime. Let us know. Yes. And we'll let you know if we saw it. And if you do that, you know, we'll we'll read it on the next episode because that's something I do want to talk about. I want to I want to find some some more psychological animator to to watch. 
But uh, so what else? So oh, what you got? What's yours? Mine uh, is probably very simple. I'm just gonna straight up go with the Egyptian um, pantheon, mm. and I feel like this is very simple. I actually follow um, a group on Instagram that is making a an anime following the Egyptian pantheon. Ooh, uh, it's like created by a black creator and stuff like that. But it's actually it looks really good. They just don't have an actual anime yet. They have a manga coming out. Okay. But, but I, but they're also including other pantheons, so it's not just Egyptian. So it's mm-hmm. like it's gonna have other deities from other religions in it too, which right. I think is super cool. But that's almost like bordering into like the Fate series where you're mixing a bunch of different like backgrounds and stuff like that. But right. I wanted um, Egyptian pantheon for the similar reason of like the Kratos idea, right? Yeah. So like you have like I was looking at the Egyptian like deities. Mm-hmm. I'm just starting to think that the Egyptians just thought everybody was a god. Like, hey, everybody, that's my yeah. that's my brother, and he's the god of like whispers. <laughs> So, like, and I'm not trying to make fun of the of their their religion and deities. Of course, yeah. But you know, they literally have a god for everything, and I think it's cool. But it's like I would love to see like a world of gods and their like their political structure, mm. that kind of stuff. Even if it wasn't all like fighting based or action based, just seeing the political structure of gods and how you th- how we would contemplate how they would handle out their dis- differences and disputes. Damn. Okay. So what, I know we're talking about like the, the Pantheon portion of it, but let's talk. What if, what if it ain't have nothing to do with the Pantheon thing, but everything to do with like what you just said, the political aspect, that intrigue. And it was a game of Thrones, like Egyptian anime. Uh, Ooh. first, first of all, I take it. <laughs> Who wants to be the pharaoh sitting on the Iron Pyramid? Exactly. Let's go. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. That would be dope, man. I, will, I mean, if you don't know, we watch anime, of course, but we are big in the Game of Thrones, too. Like, oh, minus, yeah. minus the way it ended. Whatever. Put that out of the picture mm-hmm. and just look at Game of Thrones as a whole. That shit as an anime form in the Egyptian culture would just be incredible. I mean, also, did you see the uh, the the fake anime intro they made for it? Yeah, yeah, it was pretty sick. It was, it was pretty sick. What you know? What it reminds me of, though, you remember that anime Arslan? Yeah, that was. More, did you like Arslan? I loved Arslan, dude. Okay, see, I loved Arslan. That's. I think that's what we were talking about, though. Is that that anime had a very similar feel to Game of Thrones? Yeah. Ended better than Game of Thrones, but also Arslan had less episodes. Right, right. <laughs> also, whole, probably a much smaller budget. Let's be real here, hundred percent. But it was universal, so that budget was kind of it was up there for an anime. It was, probably, it was clean. You know, it did look good too. So it always you know. looks very, looked very, very good. Fighting in that was great too. Man, oh, now I need this. Now I need more of that. Now, <laughs> all right, Facebook group, get to work. Let us know if there's any anime. That's like Arslan or like close to Game of Thrones with political intrigue and backstabbing. Man, I can't even think of one other than Arslan, right? Uh, I mean, yeah, I don't watch too many anime, anime with like political background, but yeah. I would like one if it was as good as Arslan for oh, sure. 100%. That's a the fact. only one I can think of is like the Virgin Witch anime I watched a long time ago. Wait, the Virgin, isn't that super etchy? No, I mean, yeah, I guess it is kind of etchy, but yeah, it's not it's, super etchy. Yeah, it's kind of etchy. <laughs> I watched one episode of it, 
And I think I was near, uh, I think I was near somebody. And I saw, and was, I, was, I saw a and I'm like, whoop. I'm going to go ahead and put this down to the side real quick and uh, pick that up later. Never picked it up later, obviously. She's like the 200-year-old virgin yeah. witch or something like yep. that. But yep. she, she was like the shape of a like 14-year-old girl or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it was very weird. But very, the, story, very weird. the story was actually good. So if you didn't finish it, you should go finish it, Polo. Dope. I will do. Will do. Y'all too. <laughs> will do. Damn, that's that's a go. Any other uh, pantheons you you got or? I mean, so I thought about Buddhist as well. Ooh. So um, Buddhism in itself, like they don't really like worship specific like deities or anything like that, but they yeah. do have deities in the religion mm-hmm. or in the 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 pantheon essentially. But how you would look at it is like, for instance, uh, it depends on what kind of sect or subsect of this like you're following. Uh, and essentially there are different energies and properties you can follow. So you would in this, in that idea, you'd be following more like, Oh, who is, uh, Buddha, Buddha. Do you follow? Like, I mean, just imagine Buddha's represented in so many different Japanese anime in general, right. Or Asian anime in general. And it's just like, uh, you would see, uh, what was it? Um, Netero versus, uh, uh, what's his name? The ant King. The oh, oh yeah, um, yeah, uh, like that I was like that yeah. whole uh, Buddha, yep, like concept. They took that from like the Buddha religion, yeah, or, uh, pantheon, yeah. And that just made the idea like ridiculous. It was like Absolutely. that was dope. It was super cool. Uh, so it I, mean, I think out. it's yeah, it's already represented, but I don't think there's anything specifically on it, at least as um, far as I've seen yet. So how what can that be? Let's see. I mean, like I said, I think that would be just. Dope in general because it's already like I said. I um I started watching Dororo, mm-hmm. and in Dororo, uh, they specifically follow those like the demons and whatnot are yeah. against Buddha. Mm-hmm. So it's like they're representing Buddha as a god or a deity, but Buddha technically isn't a god or a deity. He's just right. a, a person. Um, but some people are going to revere him as above because of his power. And essentially in like Dororo uh, or Dororo, they're watching or they're, uh, the demons are like against Buddha and what his power represents. So, I mean, I think if you were going to do a Buddha pantheon kind of idea, you would do um, the actual representation of the power that right. the people and deities in Buddhism represent. Gotcha. Okay. I think could be really cool too, because think of it like how we have Demon Slayer mm-hmm. and they have the different breathing techniques. Mm-hmm. You could do like uh Buddha style or Kali Hin- style. Hinduism and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you can follow those different, you know, beliefs and ideologies. Right. That'd be sick. That's a good idea. That's fantastic. I like that. Wow. Very interesting concept. I was just thinking, I'm like, hmm, what if, yeah, so what if it was just a, a fighting style and like you just take pieces apart of that and, and it become like a, a, a tournament type deal? Just a pure full tournament anime where people use yeah. those, you put those against each other. Right. Give me a tournament. Yeah. <laughs> Any yeah. anime. Exactly. As long as it's good fight and I'm low key happy with it. Right. I mean, you got to get that unlimited Blade Works animation too with something like that. You're right. Oof. So, best um, I said, <laughs> of course, best animators you, ever. You foldable. Yeah. Yeah. That, is that who it is? You foldable? Yeah. Oh, incredible. More like you know, more like incredible. 
Yeah, you know, they don't um they don't spare anything when it comes to that budget. Right, right. Dope topic. Well, Chris Goodywin, thank you so much for that fantastic topic. Hey, let us know uh via email or or Patreon or Facebook group what you would like to see as a uh as an anime. And if we didn't cover it, yeah, share yours and we'll share it in the next episode. Speaking of uh sharing it in the next episode, I have a few things from episode 14 that I would like to share with you guys. It's uh from our Facebook group. Um, let me see. I'm gonna go to it. The first one is from, uh, one of our producers, Connor. He, uh, sent us one of his anime that he would like to see as a game and the type of game he would like to see. And I thought it was really, really dope. So here, let me go ahead and find that post. I apologize. I should have had it already. Um, boom, boom. So his, his anime that he would like to see as a game is uh, Hunter x Hunter. Now, when you think Hunter x Hunter, the type of game that you would want to see would, you would think maybe fighting game, right? Like a Jump Force type fighting game or something like that. Speaking of yeah. that, obviously he's, uh, uh, what's his name is in Jump Force, but no, this is what he said. He said, Connor said that for Hunter x Hunter, he would like to see an MMORPG. You literally start, at the design of your character. And as you progress, you start learning basic skills. Uh, yeah, you start learning basic skills and stats, then learning things like Nin and, and your traits. It'd be dope. Plus four, a uh, more or less randomized, like a less randomized on how you learn your Nin trait would determine on how you play. So basically an MMORPG. Now I'm thinking with combat, like uh, Black Desert, Mm-hmm. Right, that action-based combat and the stat system, kind of like he's like you learn a, a nin trait as you progress throughout your your MMO progression. But here, here's a here's a spin. Here's a spin. Ah, oh, shit! I had it. Now it's gone. Fuck. <laughs> it was a good spin though. And so, MMO, I yeah. would say like if you do something like let's say you you put a spin on it. You know how like when they make their NIN agreement in Hunter Hunter, mm-hmm. they have to uh, either they have to make an agreement for something before they can actually conquer their right. NIN. Yeah. So I would say like kind of like how Kropika had to say, I want this super amazing ability, yeah. but I have to only use it on the spiders. You'd have to make some kind of agreement yeah. to, to gain a NIN ability. And the, the more ridiculous your agreement, like if you say, I won't attack a specific type of creature. Mm-hmm. Your inability can be ridiculously strong, but it only works on certain creatures and you have to kind of rely on elements for everything else. Right. So like, for example, that would be dope. Yeah. So for example, I, I want the ability to fly around the open world map, but to pay for that, I can't PK. I can't player kill at all. Yep. There you go. Boom. And it, oh, that'd be dope. That'd be dope. So, uh, yeah, and the spin I had, too. Fuck, I, it came back and then I lost it again. <laughs> the spin I had, uh, it was, okay, it's the MMORPG. You remember the the tower that uh, Gon had to go into? When yeah. He, when he was competing in that tournament? Yeah. That is, instead of that tournament, it's more, like, dungeon-based and, like, turned into, like, these big, crazy boss battles. And then as whoever, like, wins... The crazy boss battle you become that boss like your your player character becomes that boss and if you get top down then you lose like some progression or something like that 
I think okay. that'd be sick. That's basically the end game of this MMORPG is to get to that tower, have your character beat beat a previous character with like all his skills and stuff. Once you beat that character, you take his place. Obviously, you still have your own character. Or you have to create a new character and kind of start all over. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be dope, too. Oh, yeah, dude. So, like, I would say, like, you can only technically lose your character in the arena, in that tower, right? Right. But, like, as you progress higher and higher, you get more rewards for making it higher. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, let's say, for instance, something ridiculous, like you make it all the way to the top of the tower for that game. Right. Um, you would get something ridiculous, like one wish for like mm. any like let's say you know how you have specific classes yeah you could wish for like an ultimate from a, a separate class so you can have like two Ooh. ultimates instead of one yeah something ridiculous like that oh uh, that would be dope that'd be dope connor what a genius idea dude what a genius idea oh that that had me going that got me excited that got me wanting to see a hunter x hunter mmorpg for sure jesus let me uh let me read you off another one from somebody who participated in the topic from last week. It's gonna be from our boy Terry. Now he just gave me a list of, of the type of games he would like to see. And I guess we can hearken back on, on what he says here. Okay, so for one, he has Cowboy Bebop as an FPS. Obvious yeah, obvious reason. That's gonna be sick. Just being a space cowboy. Oh, that'd be sick. Number two, he has Black Clover as an MMORPG. I can kind of see that. I'm just Black Clover is just so meh to me. You know what I mean? I don't really care that much mm. about it. Uh, Samurai Champloo, an RPG. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I, I would see that playing out in two different ways. What's up? Uh, kind of like either A, how Afro Samurai played out, mm. um, if you remember that game, or B, more like, King, um, not Kingdom Hearts, but more like uh, Final Fantasy, but um, an open world one. Yeah, so run around. like a... Um, I don't know if you're familiar with the developer uh, Platinum. They mm-hmm. do they do uh, near automata, a yeah. game like that. Ah, oh, dude, a near automata version of Samurai Shampoo. That'd be sick. Crazy. That'd be sick, dude. That'd be that'd be awesome. A uh, uh, horror game, which I would never play, from a Elfin Light. No, thank you. Unless my chat yes. buys it for me, and I have to play. Hey. It. Hey, chat, like I'll, I'll buy it for Polo. <laughs> no, then I have to play it. <laughs> I can't do horror games. I'm, I'm, I promise you I'm going to clip uh, the YouTube. I'm going to put it on YouTube of me playing uh, fucking was it Blair Witch? It wasn't it wasn't cool. Um, <laughs> his uh, his second to last one is Tokyo Ghoul, an open world survival RPG. Now, that kind of trips me out a little bit because either a you're not the ghoul and you're a person trying to survive no okay go ahead i'm gonna let you go or you or b you are the ghoul mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you have to try and feed on people without getting without killed getting by, caught by the ghoul hunters exactly but first of all that would be cool either way kind of like how like that's like we said before like the the uh jason Voorhees game or any of these other right. like hunter games that's still a cool concept, like because yeah. imagine, imagine we take this to a new perspective where you have like four humans who are trying to outrun the ghoul, mm-hmm. and the ghoul is chasing down those four humans who are completely powerless. But then right. you have like two humans who are on the same team who can kill the ghoul. Mm. So it's like technically three teams out here: the ghoul by himself, four humans who can't kill the ghoul, and yeah. two humans who can kill the ghoul. Oof! Yeah. Terry. That actually kind of sounds crazy. That'd be dope. Okay, so imagine 
I, and the only reason why I wouldn't say that would work is because the only reason is because the humans in Tokyo Ghoul are absolutely powerless. Like, name a human that's not. Uh, what's his name? Oh, uh, Stitch's fingers. But he he's had he has uh he has the um the the, the power though. Oh, are you talking about the the, the weapon? Yeah, yeah. But. Okay, I mean, he's technically human, but right. yeah, I, you right though. So basic humans by themselves, they can't do nothing. They can't do nothing. You're right. So but that's what I was saying. That your B is the absolute perfect survival horror game because as a ghoul, to evolve or to get stronger or to stay alive, you got to eat humans. But you can't really yeah. just go out eating humans without the the guy, the ghoul slayers coming out after you, and then it turns exactly. into. It turns into basically uh what's that game that's coming out? Uh Cold Vein. <laughs> yeah. So you gotta you gotta chase the humans to level up and evolve. Yeah. So you gotta catch those four people mm-hmm. to level up and evolve. But if you can't catch them and the other two actually end up catching up to you before right. you get the chance to level up and evolve, kinda like the evolve wow, okay. game. I see. I see <laughs> you could uh they can beat you easier. Yeah, that kind of is you, perfect. If if you happen to get the four other humans Though you could be like a super strong ghoul that they right. have no chance at beating. Right. Oof. That'd be sick. And his last and final one was uh, Akame Ga Kill, an action RPG. That one's simple, right? That one's a platinum game through and through. Just a bunch sure. of sword fighting. You you hack and slashing your way through some uh some structured like story beats with ever, some set uh, pieces and some quick time events. You ever played 99 Nights? Uh, no. Not That's the game, game me and CJ used to play. Uh, uh I, I think I can't I, remember. Was it on, it was on the 360, right? Yeah, it was by Q Entertainment, Phantom yeah. Grammar's developers. I remember. But, uh, I remember playing that game nonstop. It was literally pure hack and slash. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing else. Imagine it, yeah, yeah. You know what game I used to enjoy a lot? Uh, the Dynasty Warriors series. That's where we. That's why we picked up that game. Yeah, that was the most like just Zen. As strange as it sounds, sound Zen game. You just you press two buttons. Yep, exactly. You just chill and, and kill a bunch of just a bunch of just nothing and, and, until you come across Nobunaga. Yeah, always it's there. always Nobunaga or Lu Bu, dude. Lu Bu was a pain, bro. One hundred percent. I hate it fighting Lu Bu. Oh, that makes me want to play Total War now. Three Kingdoms. That game's fantastic. But other than that, no. <laughs> thank you so much, Terry, for giving your recommendations for the last week's topic. That w- that's phenomenal. But this week's topic is those Pantheon. So if you have a Pantheon that you want to see as an anime, let us know and we'll share it on the next week's show. Um, but now it's time for topic number two, which is brought to you by one another one of our producers, which is King Teliano's waifu, real life waifu. My baby. Who supports us through and through. She's incredible. I love that girl. Couldn't do it without her. So, if you want to go ahead and bring this topic. So, uh, my wife, my personal home wife, uh, her topic is reasons why we watch anime. So, I think that is one of the coolest topics that, you know, we've had. Because we did talk about what got us into anime. Yep. What is the reason why we still watch anime? Mm-hmm. And uh, Polo, what you got? What kind of reason? What's one of your reasons you still watch anime to this day? One of the reasons why I still watch anime is because 
you're never going to find, no matter what, you're never going to find storytelling the way you can find it in anime. And you can find all types of storytelling. I call it, uh, I call it the adult stories, the adult stories that you can't do in real life. You mm-hmm. just create an anime about it, right? Like exactly. Like we can't, we can't do the things they do in anime. So, like, you can't, you can't create a movie like Tokyo Ghoul. Well, they tried. They tried. They tried. It actually got decent ratings too. And, and it's, and it's not a bad movie, but it's not the story you want to be told. Like Tokyo Ghoul season one was almost perfect. You know what I'm saying? And that the only way you can tell that story is through anime. So I feel like anime is just a is is just a, a an avenue of storytelling that we can't get anywhere else. And mm-hmm. I done seen some some of the best stories come out of anime. And to build off of that, like you write, um, what's the worst anime movie you remember? Was it the Dragon Ball movie? I mean, uh, was uh, it the Death Note movie? <laughs> so like yeah. anime that people love 100% through and through some of the, the people's favorite and best anime of all time mm-hmm. have the worst like live movie adaptations absolutely so like you can't tell these same stories through anime so I entirely agree um, it's like trying to make a video game a movie that never works out either exactly um, I would say one of my reasons would be that like I look at regular movies as an artistic expression mm-hmm. right like if you're going to say writing a book or writing a play is art, then acting that out on screen is art. Absolutely. But to act it out vocally and have it drawn out or animated, mm-hmm. like that's literally fully art. There's nothing behind it. That's not an artistic expression. Right. So I would say one of the reasons I still watch anime to this day is for the actual artistic expression. You have the sound design to it, the artistic design, the animation, mm-hmm. the motions, how fluid it is in general. Mm-hmm. Um, you have the actual, um, Behind the sound design, you have the voice acting and, you know, just overall everything. Like how many movies, like even live action movies, when they make sounds, you see the people in the background. Like if you look at the the background uh, setup of the movie, mm-hmm. that there are people who have to drop little screws to make specific sounds to get what they want out of right. what's going on or have to rub sponges together to get the scraping sound or something ridiculous like yeah. that. And just imagine what they have to do in an anime. Like mm-hmm. they have no footsteps there. Yep. <laughs> You know, so if they want to make it sound like somebody stepping or even our favorite sound design anime of the year so far, uh, Fire Force has Oof. some of the best sound design. Jesus. What do you think they got to do to make it sound like Shimmer's actually like, like lighting on fire? Yeah. What do they have to do? We yeah. don't know, but we know that it was designed properly. So all that is a great artistic expression. Yeah. And I would say that's part of why I still watch anime to this day. Right. Well said. Because, I mean, you think about it. What... What way you can get a story like, uh, I'm I must just name a few anime. What way can you get a story like, uh, ReZero, or you can get a story like Steins Gate, like you can't get the the these stories anywhere else, like in movie form. Now think about this too, the uh the the when you watch, I don't, know, you have a son obviously, so does your son watch anything that's like. Uh, that's like American made, like the 3D animation stuff, like made like Jimmy Neutron, like Life is Pets or something, right? Yeah, we watch uh, Secret Life of Pets. Secret Life of Secret Life of Pets. Now, think about that movie, okay? Compared to any anime, how different it is. Like it's animation, yeah. but like the storytelling, the voice acting, everything is so different, and that's and- why I have so much respect for 
dub version of anime because what they have to do with what they have, you know what I'm saying, is extremely hard. I was going to say, that's actually a great example because um, if you look at um, like the Secret Life of Pets movie itself, right? Um, And you compare that to an anime. Anime can do the same exact thing that Secret Life of Pets is doing. Mm -hmm. Um, And realistically, Secret Life of Pets, they could do what anime does, but it's not going to be anime. Exactly. It's not going to be the the voice acting, the the emotion. Because watching Secret Life of Pets, I'm like, this is kind of like whatever. Like it's, it's, Kevin Hart as a voice actor don't work. Like it's just a completely different type of acting. Like you just can't. That's why like they, they could have done this as a live movie. Basically. Yeah, exactly. That's what makes uh like the I, and again I'm I'm a diehard dub guy. So I mean not and I have nothing against subs either. But that's why I have so much respect for the dub voice actors because what they do and Borderlands Three is a perfect example of, the, of this. The, what Borderlands Three did was they took all of like main characters from anime dubs and put them in their game to save some money because they don't have to pay people like Troy Baker and stuff like that, all this voice acting money. But like their their talent translates so well from anime to video games. But like actors, like real actors like Kevin Hart or or somebody like that does not translate into animation well. But I will say a caveat to that or uh, one exception to that is Toy Story. Those actors freaking killed it in Toy Story, dude. <laughs> they killed I mean, it. We're talking about a, an all-time great animated yeah, movie. That's it. That's it. Uh, and, that's and, funny. and James Earl Jones, of course. James Earl Jones can... Mufasa, he can... I was going to say, bro, I don't know. Also, um, I can see uh, Morgan Freeman in the anime killing it. No, you don't no. think so? Hell uh, no. He's so one-note. Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. <laughs> He's just so one note. You gotta, you gotta have some layers as a voice actor in anime. I, I mean, yeah, you're right. We can find, we can find a Morgan Freeman fan. <laughs> man, but I, that's why I just love it, man. It it gives you stories that you just you can't get. Like, just imagine. I don't know. Just imagine, like, I don't know. If it can get somebody like my older brother to start watching anime, my older brother is almost like the complete opposite of me, then you know it's special. I'm going to be real with y'all know about all that. I don't know if he's the complete opposite. He is. Y'all, he's, look, y'all, he's, look, y'all look like twins. We, we look exactly alike, but we we couldn't be more different. I'm a gamer. He's he's yeah. a music buff and not that much of a gamer. <laughs> I like anime. Well, he, he's starting to get into anime, so that's, I guess that's kind of the same, but he's he's more... He's more uh, next year, everyone drop around for uh, drop around or come around for Polo's new album. No, he's gonna no thank you, no thank you. Anyway, with that, <laughs> we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back with more Mike Check Why Fool Why Fool after this wonderful song.
Welcome back to Mike Check Waifu Waifu. Time for anime talk. One of my favorite segment, segments of the segments, segments, whatever. Favorite segments of the show where we just bring you some anime and discuss a little bit about it and hopefully get uh, get some of you guys' interest in some of the stuff we taking a look at. Um, today, Tell is going to start off with some anime talk for us. So, yeah. let's go. All right. So, um, right now, uh, my first um, anime, for anime talk is going to be a little bit of a downer. Ooh, a downer. Yeah, I'm a little sorry about it. Oh. I haven't watched much of it. I just started. But I started watching it because I saw that it was like, it's got a pretty decent ranking. Um, Angel Beast. It's, it's in the top 100, but the rating is super low. Mm. Wait. So I don't know how it's, how it's in the top 100. It's in the top 100 for 2019. What? Um, yeah, top 52 most popular for two, for 2019. And the rating is kind of like trash. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's rated a, a, a 47, 46% average score Oof. on anime list or any list. And uh, I mean, I can kind of almost agree with that from the first episode I saw. Wow. Damn. <laughs> it is called After Lost. After Lost. Yeah, it came on April 7, 2019 is when it started. And when I tell you, bruh, like I was lost this whole first episode, <laughs> like, and I was legit paying attention. Like I had to rewind this episode like four times mm. in like four different parts. Never because it's like I, I, un- I understand what's going on. Like I, I, I'm watching and paying attention to what's going on. I'm not gonna say I understand what's going on, but I'm watching and paying attention to what's going on. But it's like none of this adds up in the first episode. Mm. So in my mind, I'm like. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. So after loss, is that where the uh, the girl who loses her memory or something like that? No. Okay. Okay. So basically, what happens is that um is all right. All right the synopsis is one day a town is annihilated. Um, there is only one survivor of this town that was annihilated. Basically, what I, it is is this town was consumed by nothingness. I did see that. Okay. I watched the first episode as well. Terrible. But I'm going to let you go ahead. <laughs> okay, then you can understand. You can attest Absolutely. to Absolutely. The first, like, so they show you in the beginning, and I'm, like, thinking from the beginning, this might actually be pretty good. What a concept, like, right? Way, yeah, the way it started off was, like, yo, okay. Like, we see literally everything around this girl evaporating, being destroyed, turning to nothingness. Mm-hmm. And we see this man reaching out to her and chasing her and sticking his arm out. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. This looks kind of intense, right? <sighs> basically after that first scene everything is like mediocre at best oh yeah um, couldn't agree more yeah the fact that there is a uh, a head officer in this show that is a child kind of blew me yep um and that wasn't even like the worst part about it was that like they always make the children seem like uh they're either overly excited <laughs> or like super like emotionally like destroy it like they're just like i have no emotions yeah why did you not follow my orders when i told you to do what, you, what i told you to do and you didn't do what i told you to do yeah super dry right like it's and i'm just like it's <laughs> right not, Polo, you understand what i'm saying yeah, right? like oh yeah it's just wow and i'm just like i couldn't understand why would they even why do you even make this show like this yeah no it from Again, listeners, from what he described at the beginning, it seems like it would have been a, such a good show because I read the synopsis going in, going into it to send me. I'm like, oh, this is about to be dope. What some psychological that we were into. 
they play this. Yeah, yeah. The question is, are you going to stick with it? Mm, I'm, so I want to watch it all the way through because I want to give it a fair shot, right? right. I'm just going to probably binge it real quick. Yeah. Um, I'm going to try and give it its its due like diligence and mm-hmm. just like, this is what I got to do. I'm going <laughs> to try it. But I'm going to be real with you. Um, based off the first episode, the pacing, like the pacing wasn't actually bad at all, in my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. It's just that none of it seems necessary. Right. You know, right. Oh, like, we got a we got a whole episode of stuff happening, but it just doesn't feel needed. Like mm-hmm. you could have like cut all this shit out. <laughs> and like I didn't even you don't even know the main character's name. Like, you know who Yuki is, yep. but the second dude, they didn't say, they barely said his name at all until, like, the very last second. And you're like, oh, so he is an actual human being. Like, who matters? <laughs> Thanks. Oh, man. I couldn't agree with you more. That was like, wow. We were, like, on perfect wavelengths. As soon as I figured <laughs> out which anime you were talking about, when you said that the, the, the town was just disappearing into nothingness, I'm like, oh, I know exactly what this is. It was, it's rough. It's rough around the edges, but I mean, if you stick with it, you got to tell me if it gets better. I mean, I may even pick it up just so we can give our two cents on it and maybe Um, another anime talk, but. I'm watching it on Hulu. I actually, I've considered watching this on dub because I don't even want to really pay that much attention to it. it. Don't give it your full, yeah. Just like watch it on dub and see if it catches my attention. Throw it up in the background. We'll we'll, we'll give it a chance. Yep. I'm with you 100%. (laughs) <laughs> wow yeah that's that was a downer but let me bring you back up okay <laughs> as you guys know i don't i don't did i mention this on last week episode no because i didn't discover this until right before my check encore Ooh, yeah so in my check encore which is our patreon exclusive podcast and don't just talk about anime we do talk about some anime we talk about your topics we talk about video games we talk about life it's just a podcast of me and Mr. King Teliano just talking, which is a lot of fun. So if you want to get a little piece of that action, the only way you can is going to patreon.com slash Mike Check Waifu Waifu and uh, becoming a, uh, a supporter of us there. Uh, just three dollars and you get access to Patreon exclusive episodes. You get access to this video version early, a week early before it come out for everybody else. So take a look at that. We would appreciate any support you decide to give us. But so. Thank you for that. But what I talked about in my check encore was my first time picking up a manga seriously. Now, the week before that, Tell recommended that I read something. Uh, what was it called? Red. It was a it was a manga slash comic mm-hmm. of of uh, Spider Man, which is my yeah fake red, which is my favorite superhero, Spider Man. I read it and I'm like, whoa! I I was feeling. I was feeling it. <laughs> I was feeling the action. I was understanding where the story was going. And it it it, it, it piqued my interest. OK, when it piqued my interest, I looked up a a slice of life manga. The slice of life manga I looked up is called a uh, uh, Kayuga Sama Love is War. OK, now I, I, I did something first. I'm like, OK, this seemed like this is a popular manga. This seemed like this would have an anime adaptation. I looked on Ver and it did. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to do something different, way different for Polo. I'm going to read the manga of this show, of this uh, Love is War first, and then I'm going to go watch the show. Y'all, this blew my mind. <laughs> yeah. Now it's 190 chapters. I'm on like 30. 
I went crazy with reading this manga. This manga is freaking phenomenal. Now, what this is about, okay, this is a slice of life. You know, that's my jam, okay? Mm-hmm. This is about uh, Kyuga, uh, I'm sorry with these names, I'm so bad at it, Shinomiya and Miyuki Shirogen. They, they are, Miyuki is the guy, he's the class president, and uh, Kai. Kayuga, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry for I'm butchering these names. She's the vice president, okay? They go to this academy that is like super high maintenance academy and they're like above all. Everybody look at them and be like, oh, everybody wants to be the president if you're a guy and everybody wants to be the vice president if you're a girl. Like these are the people that you want to be. Now, when they're when they're walking the halls with each other, everybody feel like they're in a relationship because they seem to be perfect for each other because she's the high maintenance my family is rich and he's the super high scholar um top in the entire country with grades okay he's like number two in the entire country of japan with grades and and, and everything academic so they feel like everybody in the school feel like hey if they're not going out they probably should so they yeah, spread the, yeah they spread these rumors about each other about them going out and they're just looking at each other like hey hey president they're spreading these rumors he's like ah, it's best to not pay no attention Whatever. Now, the catch with this slice of life manga is that the president likes the vice president. The vice president likes the president. Okay. Why don't they date? Right. Here's the thing. Here's the catch. The vice president feels like if you show any affection or anything towards uh, the opposite sex, then your life is over. You lose. You're weak. You're nothing. You're nobody. Okay. He he feels like. If I confess to her, then I'm weak. I'm nothing. I'm at her beck and call. So now it's, it becomes a game. Love is war. They're trying to get one another to confess their feelings for one another without being sure that they're into each other. Right. So he's not sure if the vice president is into him. She's not sure if the president is into her. But they're going they're going at it, trying to get one another to confess to each other. And it's like all kinds of crazy ass games like she's <coughs> she's <coughs> planting these movie tickets in her in her treasurer's mailbox. No, not her treasurer. Uh, uh, one of the other student council members, she plants these these movie tickets in her mailbox and say, hey, you won. But what she did was she made sure that these movie tickets coincided with the president being free. And her being free so they can coincidentally go to these movies together with each other because she knows that her other student council member can't use those movie tickets because of the date because she was already busy. So, like, it's this mm-hmm. entirely crazy fucking scheme that is so enjoyable. It had me laughing out loud at so many different chapters where I'm like, well, damn. And the best part about it is that at the end of every chapter, it shows who won for that day specifically so like let's say the movie ticket thing the movie ticket thing happened and kaguya who is the rich 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 vice president girl didn't know how to buy a movie ticket she's like oh there there's a sign seating so she's like well damn now we showed up at the movies at two separate times so they're like okay well let's just go watch the movie together so nobody asked anybody out to the movies they just happen to show up at the same exact time when they go she has to she figures out that you have to pick your assigned seating. So she chose the wrong seat, which is a row behind the president. So now she can't sit next to the president during his movie. So she oh, technically, God. she technically lost for that day. And they're like tallying up this score of who was winning every day 
on who's going to get who to confess. It is so freaking interesting. So, I have a question. What's up? Why does Miyuki look so tired? He that's just that's just his face. His he's like character designer. Mm, is he? It's not that he looks tired. He's super serious all the time. He's like the cool uh, guy. You know what I'm saying? Like okay. the the smooth, the smooth guy. You know. <laughs> all right, guys. Miyuki is a uh, code for polo. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'm not that smart. He's smart, but he he's super bad at sports too. I'm kind of good at sports. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But so yeah, he's. I mean, this and the story is phenomenal. You got uh, Fujiwara, which is the uh, the other main character. She's like a part of the student council, and she's just this ditz that like who doesn't understand anything that's going on. She's just like just a part of it. Yeah, and, because you got to have one, right? Right. Of course, they always do. Uh, she's definitely waifu for me. But <laughs> the uh, manga is phenomenal. If you haven't, look up Love Is War on Manga Rock. And and give it a read or watch the anime because as soon as I'm done reading, I'm gonna watch the anime and see where it goes. I'm super interested. I I love it. I love it. I'm in, I'm in the, I'm in the manga now. Well, uh, I, I can't even remember what got me into manga years ago. Yeah. But, um, manga just I don't know. It's another feel, you know. Yeah. Like it, I think it leaves more up to interpretation. Yes. So if you have a good imagination, it works out amazing. Yeah. Like okay, so I'm thinking of it from an anime standpoint. Like right, like every time he has like he has one of the monologues in his head, he's like, okay, so if I if I decide to they play an old maid, if I decide to lose an old maid, then she's gonna think of me as a loser and can't even beat a a girl. You know how Japanese culture is. I can't even yeah. beat a girl in old maid. And then like it flashbacks, it flashes back to her saying how cute and it's like super insulting and condescending. And like you can see that in the manga and I can see it in anime form of her saying, oh, how cute, you know, like just uh, it's, right. it's dope. She's man. talking enough shit, not all of it, but exactly. Enough. But that's what he thinks is going to happen in his mind. And in her monologue is something completely different. And you can see both sides of the monologue at the same time. It's, mm-hmm. It works out well. That's a it's a great manga, man. I'm so looking forward to this anime. I'm trying to stop myself from just going and watching it because I want to read more chapters. But what, what do you think I should do? You think I should read the chapters first or just go into the anime maybe halfway through? Here's the thing is that like how many chapters are in the anime? Like in the, in the or how many episodes in the anime? Is the anime covering the entire? I don't know. Because it's, it's only 12 episodes. Stops, if the anime stops at all and you've already started reading, you're going to be like... <sighs> I can't wait for next season. I have to go read it. So I would say if if oh. the anime isn't complete, you might as well just go ahead and just read it, brother. I'm okay. Now. So so I should read it first and then maybe watch the anime? Like that's the best way to do it? Or should I watch yeah. the anime and then read? Oh, yeah, because I, I see. What well, it, it depends on how you feel, right? Because if, if the animation, if it's one of those anime where the animation is so good to where it kind of would make you not want to watch it. Like, mm-hmm. have you watched the first episode at all? Nope. Watch the first episode. Okay. After you've read you've read their chapters, so the first episode is going to be way behind. But right. watch the first episode. And if you feel like the first episode leaves out a lot of information, that kind of thing, I'd be like, just mm, read okay. the rest. I of might it. I might just go ahead and read the rest of this. Yeah. And then watch it because I, exactly. I still want to do a, a like a a comparison. The comparison. Thing. Yeah. Yeah, I think that'd be dope. Anime versus manga. All right. Yeah. And that's a good one because it's a short season. But I mean, these chat it's a lot of the chapters are pretty beefy too. It's not like a 
not a sh- not a short thing. So being at thirty chapters is, I'm talking maybe f- four or five hours of reading. Mm. So it's some it's a juicy book okay. or books because I'm only on a second book technically. In thirty chapters, in if I'm reading that right, I might not be reading yeah. that right because yeah. So you are reading that right because there are chapters each each like twenty pages is a chapter. Mm-hmm. Independent, like like fourteen to twenty pages is a chapter, and then you have the actual book. Normally, a book is like ten chapters. Got yep. So that depending yeah. on how so how these doing it. these books are like fifteen chapters each. Yeah, or so because I just got to the second. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm about done with the second book. I don't know, but it's dope. It's dope. I recommend it. Love is war. Watch the anime. Don't spoil it for me because I'm still reading the manga. I'm gonna watch that first episode though. That's a spoiler for you. (laughs) I'm gonna watch that first episode. That's a good idea. I'm so looking forward to it now. Fuck. Okay. What else you got for us? Miles is a little long, so I think that's all I'm gonna bring. (laughs) I have um, Bungo Stray Dog season two. Yes. I need to watch that first season. I haven't watched the entire season two yet. Um, I just started episode one of season two. So basically, both of my stuff that I'm reading today is like episode ones. Um, but based off this episode one, straight fire. Uh, uh, time out, because we only because I think it was episode eight or so is when you use when you talked about this last. And well, you were just starting finished, the first season. No, I think I finished the first season last time I talked about it. No, I was probably. Yeah. Yeah. I had just finished the first season. Last, okay. Last time we about episode eight. But um, yeah, dude. Uh, so far, this episode one of season two is so good. It gives you backstory on this um, character that's literally shrouded in mystery the entire first season. Like, mm. you have no idea who he really was in the past. Damn. Until they tell us, oh, he was an ex-mafia member. And we're like, oh, mm. like, my dude was a mafia member. But, like, that's all we know about him, basically. And then, essentially, um, they kind of tell us, who his friends were in the mafia, giving backstory on them, we're like, oh shit, no, he was a he was a big time goon. He wasn't like playing around. Right. Like our dude, our dude was really out here uh doing work. The mafia dude that you know right. nothing about in the first season. I see I didn't even watch the first season, so I'm this is all it it's really good. Um and there's a lot of hype behind it after <laughs> the uh, first season because of how things uh kind of played out. Mm-hmm. So I would actually say um, based on the hype alone, it's pretty good, but it's actually rated at an eighty percent mm-hmm. even, um, which from what I've seen, I think is fair. It might actually deserve a little bit better depending on how everything goes in this next season. Because the first season, I say seventy five percent is good. The mm-hmm. second season, based off how this intro starts, mm-hmm. I think it's going to be mad hype or even too hype to be real. Wow, interesting. Damn, I'm down. I'm done to watch it. Now you got me intrigued because it's a it's dubbed too. Like I can watch the first yeah. I think the first two seasons dubbed too. I think I think all the first three seasons, all the way to the third season dubbed. Let's go. Yeah, that's a binge. That's a binge all the way. Yeah. Because that but, one completely slipped. Yeah. Do you do you remember what it's about? Basically it's about this this it's this organization that catches mafia and like gangsters and stuff, right? right? And they have what's called gifts or powers. Um the main character, there's basically a couple of main characters. But um, the main characters, one of them, uh, I don't want to spoil it for you, but one of them has a transforming ability, mm-hmm. and the other one has an ability that turns everyone's human or ability back to like 
like they can't use their secret powers anymore. Mm-hmm. So, like if the guy like has ability to trans, yeah, if the guy's ability to transform, he just turns that off. Like it doesn't mm, work. Shit. So it's like you can't really like use your powers on him, and he's also super super fucking strong. Yeah. So it's like, oh, thanks. You can't do shit to me. Op is <laughs> <laughs> right. But I mean, it's just it's it, it's dope. I, I'm gonna uh, keep watching. I was super hyped. I was actually a little sorry. I wish I had finished the entire second season so I could talk about more here. I'm but gonna, it was really good. I'm gonna watch it with you. I'm gonna I'm gonna binge it through, and then we, maybe we can talk about it in the next couple of weeks or so. Because that's I mean, it's easy to binge stuff. Just take an off day, yeah, and, you, and you're good. <laughs> yeah, it's it's what's really hard is when you gotta wait a whole week. I know. Oof. Weeks to weeks is hard. Speaking of weeks to weeks, I think it's time we get to our our uh, recap review. Oh, Polo, come on, man! You don't sound excited. No, 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 no. I, I am, I am. Okay, this is know, where we I talk don't... about Demon Slayer. <laughs> so, the full spoilers ahead. If you haven't watched the latest episode of Demon Slayer, or you're waiting for it to come to Toonami, turn the podcast off. Thank you so much for listening. Follow me on Twitter at Polo. Follow him on Twitter and Instagram at King Teliano. All social medias. This is the Demon Slayer episode 25. The show before the show ends episode. Now, um, I don't know. Did you want to do a full recap or did you want to just discuss the episode in general? So I don't think this episode really needs a full recap. I agree. Um, because it wasn't uh, not too much happened. Right. We will um, be repeating what we repeated last week. It was training. Yep. Um, and in the middle of training, we did get a couple of really cool, like, yeah, things. Right. They're good at so, they're good at flashback. They really good. Yeah. This one doesn't hit us like it hits us with flashbacks. It doesn't hit us with like stuff that messes us up or like makes us feel like the flashbacks are completely unnecessary. Well, I don't. Um, I would disagree there. No, you didn't like the flashbacks. No, it's not that I didn't like the flashback. Right? It's it's a time and a place. Right? Time and a mm-hmm. place for flashbacks. You got to do them right. Okay. Either you give it a full episode or you don't. For this particular case, episode twenty five of a twenty six season, a twenty six episode season. Okay. It was not necessary. We didn't need it. It didn't. It didn't give us anything. It gave us the story of. Uh, Shinobu's Kano, Shinobu's trainee, which is great. It was it was cool, but it meant nothing for the story. It didn't advance the story in no way at all. When you only have one episode left, you spend fifth. What was it? About ten minutes or so. Flashback. Ten minutes of it with this flashback, and it was again. It wasn't. It wasn't a bad flashback. It wasn't the time frame of the flashback. It was just a time and place type thing that that kind of fell off to me. Like it didn't it didn't work for this so, episode. This episode itself kind of fell in line with what I thought was gonna happen in Demon Slayer. Close, yeah. But you were but really not close. exactly. Like I thought that, yeah, they're gonna continue training and then like the last like like the second half of this episode or the, the second like the, the final third, like probably with a flashback or something was. like that. Yeah. I thought they were gonna give us like give us the antagonist. Which they technically kind of gave us an antagonist. Yeah, it's very, very this, end, Which looks like a like, normal ass demon. Yeah, it's a demon floating down the river, basically, right? Yeah. But it's like that doesn't give us any insight. On he was on a he was a, he was on a train. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right on the train. So yeah. we don't even we don't even really know what's happening with this demon. 
Yeah. You know, like they didn't give us any like frightful presence or anything. Right. Like it's just just a regular ass demon as far as we're concerned. Yeah. Probably might be one of the upper moons or lower moons. We don't know yet. He didn't look like but, it. He looked like a normal ass demon that he fought like in episode 10 or 11. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. one of those demons that he's yeah. probably going to knock his fucking block off and it's going to be super entertaining because like that's all they're probably going to give us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, exactly. Especially we, with this we, training. We did see um our boys uh Zenetsu. Yeah. And, um Inosuke. What did, what did uh Inosuke call him Mani Joe? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Manasu. <laughs> yeah, Man- Manasu. Yeah, Manasu. Uh, let's go. And I'm just like <laughs> my dude Inosuke don't care what your name is, bro. He is literally just like Oh God, he would never call you by your real name. Did did you did you ever um, remember seeing that little part that said he only gets your name right one out of ten times? Yep. So he has to say a name ten times before he gets it right. Yeah. And I'm just like, that's a character quirk. That's an awesome character quirk right there. Like yeah. this is why we love. This is why we love Inosuke. Yeah, for sure. Um, but it was good to see them like back at it and training right. hard again. Right. And once they realized what uh, Tanjiro was doing and and what he. Like what he accomplished, they're like, all right, you know what, we gotta step our shit up. I I can't wait for Zenetsu to start stop crying. Yes, so, me too, uh, bro. Me too. So Polo can love him because I, I will. Know. I promise you, I will love him to the day I die if he stops crying. Because after episode twenty six, um, guess he's gonna start reading the mind. No, don't do it, man. Don't do it, bro. To. Don't do it. You're gonna to. ruin our recaps, bro. I won't say nothing. You, that's not fair. You I gotta experience. To. You gotta experience the emotion the same way I do. Uh, it's already gonna be hard enough the fact that you read the My Hero. So I'm coming into My Hero, and that's gonna be our next recap uh, review. Completely fucking bond, and you know everything that's gonna happen. My Hero is, but I already know everything that happens with like Ashley Lost in Space. I guess that's true, but it's not, and it's not as fun. You okay. Know? Well, I got you. I'm going to support you on that one. Now, look. <laughs> this episode of Demon Slayer was not the best episode of Demon Slayer. No, it wasn't. For um, sure. Now, it I mean, to be though. fair, I think it's more in line with, like, the beginning of Demon Slayer. Because yes. Demon Slayer didn't get hot well, until, like, episode 12 is when it really got, like, hot. Like, I when don't they know, though. Going, when they fought that, that fan demon or the, the drum demon is where it kind of, like, was like, oh, okay, this is dope. But, um, like, you ain't feel like the storytelling was like that, though? Like, this storytelling is bottom of the barrel compared to the storytelling at the very beginning through I mean, episode I, one to ten like I, that those training sessions the what am I going to do about my sister being a demon the all of that dude I understand the point of view I don't think it was the worst because I've seen worse I mean we literally just talked about anime unlisted that we don't even care about after loss oh fuck I mean let's what be disappointment. real it, it is it is not it, I think the only reason we're giving Demon Slayer a hard time on this is because it's actually a really good anime and they should continue to progress on to that, grow. that yes. yeah. 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 Now we also gotta remember that I'm pretty sure that the Ufotable is doing this by the book because of how happy the actual director or writer of this anime or manga is. She's very happy with how the story is being told. So I'm pretty sure they're going exactly by the book. Stay by the book. Yeah. So it, it's it's probably the most true they can do without messing things up yeah. or trying to overly expedite things. Right. 
right? Which so is, that's that's, that's that my point of view of it from reading like the manga. Mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah, it's it's worth it. It's good. So it's, it's, <laughs> it's one more episode. One more episode. So I say this episode was about a five, though. Um. Yeah, I'll roll with that. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm not going to say a five because a five is a fail to me. No, like, what? Really? Well, the only reason I'm saying a five is a fail is because if you take a test, you get 50%. That's a fail. Um, but, in, okay, we're going to we gonna save that for a topic for another for yeah, another time. I guess to be fair, really, a five is like average. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's the way I would, I would I would give it like a six based okay. off the fact that the anime itself is good and mm-hmm. I enjoy backstory. I enjoy knowing why what's her face don't want to talk. Um, I think there's a better place for it. Like mm-hmm. give us next season and we find out why she don't want to talk, but I don't think they could have done it. I don't think they could have done it based off how the story is written. The the problem is is okay, you wanna know the 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 uh the convoluted problem with that? Mm-hmm. She did talk. She talked at yeah. the at the exams. She talked when she was chasing down Tanjiro in the, in the forest. And kicked him in the head. Like she, she talks. So that's not yeah. really. They didn't really build us the reason why she don't talk. She just is, haven't. They, did, they tell us more like why she is broken. Then how broken. about we do that? Yeah, she doesn't make decisions on her own. She has to coin to make decisions on her own. Right, that's um, a good point. Because she is, like I said, not necessarily that she's broken, but she yeah. doesn't want to. Uh, I mean, she. She is. She was abused. Yeah, I mean, she yeah, basically it was, has PTSD, and that's was, what she's living with. It was a fantastic backstory, and you're absolutely right. Why though? Because she again, she didn't participate in most. Like she was in their training sessions, yeah, but she didn't partake yeah. in anything of any importance to to like, even net to make that necessary. So let's dive deeper. Then you don't think this is ominous? So last episode we talked about how Shinobu kind of made it seem like she's sick or dying or something. And then they give us this backstory as to like, we see Shinobu's sister who we know died from a demon. Mm-hmm. And then we see Kano who has on uh, Shinobu's sister's head pe- or uh, headpiece. A bread or whatever. They, yeah. And we're like, in my mind, I'm like, they're setting this up. I can you see know? that. They're framing this. And I think on episode 26, and I hate to say it, I think episode 26, they're going to give us the fattest cliffhanger, a, a blow. A, yeah. No, I don't know about all that. I think they're going to hit a blow, like a heavy blow. Really? Like a yeah. Shinobu death type of blow? Yeah, Shinobu or Kano. And I, I mean, Kano wouldn't be heavy as Shinobu, but I think Kano would be heavy to Shinobu, mm-hmm. in which case it would instantly spark there needs to be growth immediately. Because Kano right now is stronger than Tanjiro, Inosuke, and Zenetsu. Now, and I don't know. We saw at the end they, of Tanjiro's training, he had her. But, he just said but she, she never had she didn't. She didn't have to try. She was just running away from him. She wasn't fighting him. No, I'm talking about when they were doing the, the teacup thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. Like she, right but yeah. they're not fighting. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's like, I think, obviously, to me, in my mind, she's going to be stronger. Yeah. Holy hell, oof. Interesting. So that's what I'm. That's what I'm scared of. I think that they slowed it down so much this time because they're gonna hit us with a heavy blow. I can see that. I can see that. 
And that's why I I enjoyed the episode. I'm like, I'm willing to give it higher than a six, but I can understand why it would be a six because I feel like they 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 fuck with us. Yeah. I feel like they like sprinkle this little on there, sprinkle that on there real quick. Yeah. This, they just they just salting us up a little bit, then they gonna cook the steak. It's always it's always shows like this that don't get the fucking black clover treatment. Like great shows like this never get that. Oh, I'm gonna give you 100 episodes, and I'm just not gonna stop. I'm not gonna take a break because that shit don't take a break. It hasn't stopped since it came out. I think a lot of it has to do with like the actual company who's producing it, though. Like, you know, it's like Aniplex. You, yeah, you can't be out here. You foldable Aniplex. You can't have these high budget companies out right. here uh, doing this and expect high quality animations and and keeping yeah. it up for 100 episodes. That's true. Yeah, That's you, true. they need a break. That's true. They deserve a break. Right. Well, that, I mean, it was a good episode, but like, like I said on Twitter, I feel like it's just it's just going downhill. Like, it's I mean, not going downhill in the sense of bad. It's just going like I don't I'm I don't care anymore. Like I'm star. I don't feel like I care because with that flashback, I'm like, okay, I understand why you did it. You wanted to show us that Kano now has Shinobu's sister's headband, basically, mm-hmm. and. The fact that Kano had a terrible past. Everybody has a terrible past. I get it. I care about her a little bit more, <laughs> but it was no point to it. Like if they had a, if she had a conversation with Tanjiro or something like that, or she fell in love with him or something. I don't know. I don't, that's what I'm thinking happened. She fell in love with him or it's, it's going to start to like him. That's why she flipped a coin towards the end of the episode. Maybe. Okay. But that I, was, I mean, that, that was one I caught on to, but I yeah. didn't necessarily think too much of it. Yeah. Um, but I think I want to see if you really still think that after next episode. Yeah. I, I mean, it's probably going to change for sure. Because if if they hit us with like what I said, I think they're going to hit us with. I think that you um, personally, uh, you're going to flip on that one. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And it I kind of sense I kind of sense it coming too. But with that, I think we should wrap episode 15. 15 episodes in. We have no signs of stopping. And thank you. Thank you all so much for listening to us, dude. This has been so much fun. Talking about love is war got me hype. And I want to read it tonight, but I know I got to go to bed for work. But Polo and manga, I know, dude. I know. Thank you all so much for watching and listening. Please, if you could do us a big favor, go to iTunes and rate the podcast. No matter what, if you rather watch the video, that's great. But just go to iTunes. The link will be in the description. Or the link will be in the show notes. Go to iTunes and rate the podcast. It will help us out quite a bit. And if you're feeling, you know, generous, go to Mike Check Waifu Waifu Patreon. Patreon.com slash Mike Check Waifu Waifu. Support the show. Become a producer if you like. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Peace. Peace. Mike Check 1212. My sweet waifu. Is that you? Anyway.